happy post July 4th. Hopefully everybody is okay. No one blew off any uh, hands, toes. Uh, and for those who don't have to work today, I hope you're having a great day. And I hope you hear my voice with a hangover as today is Monday. Got a special guest with me. I call him Miguel. You guys know him as Dead Man. He is from VT Network. Yep. We're excited to have him here. Um, you know I don't call you Dead Man, right? When yeah, I, I know. Because I introduce you to people as Miguel because I've had you go to like a Harder Brunch. Um, I've had to go to the De Facts podcast, uh, Nate Robinson's podcast. They're, they're a lot of fun. It's is yeah, yeah. They they they're like <laughs> they they make fun of me for being on time. It's kind of funny. They're like you're white, you'll be on time. I was like, I know. <laughs> and then uh, it's because it's like the moniker, the de- dead man. And then like when they see you, and it's just it's like, why do they call him dead man? And, you know, I don't want to make anybody nervous. Because people know me, I could be kind of a dick and set people up and be like, oh, okay. And then send somebody or do something that might, uh, they might not find funny. Yeah, no, I, no. And, and I understand, like, I, I'm not exactly the, like the, the name dead man. And I walk into the room. Yeah. It's not exactly an expected correlation because you're like, oh, wow, this, somebody's going to end up in a van or in a trunk or locked in an attic somewhere. What's that? Uh, what is it? Um, if you have sex with dead bodies, necrophiliac, necrophiliac, the necromonger, the ne- <laughs> I mean, I, I've had the question. I, I'm like, I, I, why do they call you dead man? You like having sex with dead bodies? I'm well, like, and it's then funny either, that you go there first. I would obviously, I would go with wrestling because I'm a wrestling mark, so I would go yeah. with wrestling, the Undertaker, of yeah, course, the dead man, yeah, yeah. Or you're a big fan of horror genre. Those I wouldn't go to necrophilia right away because that's yeah. that's laziness. That well, not only that, it's like where, where is your mind? Why are you thinking of that first? You know, like <laughs> like like of of all. There's even a Johnny Depp movie out there called Dead Man, and the first thing you go to is that. Like like what what does your search history look like? Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's amazing because um, we have a we have a big group of fan a big group, big group of shows that we work with and um, and, and it's always funny um, because I always like putting you on other people's shows to see what happens. No, yeah, it's it's. Long. <laughs> I think uh, they're always like, "Well, he's very nice, but like, well." <laughs> I've, I've had uh and we'll, and we'll get we'll, we'll get into that one because you've uh you've done smug cat well the only one i was disappointed was with you and ian because like i really want you guys to really argue which one um we it was you and um tc yeah i said and i'll get to that in a second T, this one he he's a devout um Catholicism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Catholic, and then and you know what? You know what's funny is that, you guys that were was so sweet to each other. Yeah, that was everybody's complaint. Like, so the the, the going away party at Smugcast, and I don't know if I've told this. Uh, no, I wasn't going away party. Well, the the last episode. No, yeah. no, no. I'm sorry. No, yeah, yeah. It was the last episode party when we were at Arby's, and we were all in the garage, and I was waiting to go up because every, you put everybody up first, and they're like, oh, you guys were like, I don't know, we're gonna save Dead Man for the last because he's. The, the the jerk and uh what ended up happening was i was in that garage and i have talked more about what i believe in and the the the, the philosophies i hold i never talked more than i did when i was in that garage and everybody's sentiment was the same they were like you were too nice to him 
Like, you could have destroyed him. Like, we've heard you make well, the arguments. he was really nice, too, though. And then, like, you guys went back and forth. It was a real, it was, I guess, it, but for a um, for ratings or downloads, it was, like, weeks off. So I was very, 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 very sad about Yeah, and, and, you know, like, uh, and I, I've, um, I, I've always... I've always tried to, to, you know, address any situation with love and care. Like, I used to be a very militant, uh, you know, atheist, and I used to be a very militant uh, believer in science. So anybody that came along with any kind of alternative facts, I would I would instantly very cruelly shut them down. And I found that, that, that that's not really, like, that, that just feeds into the angry atheist guy stereotype. So then I started listening to Pendulette. And I don't know, like, I'm like on 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 stage, he's this big loud asshole, right? Like he, oh fucking yeah, bullshit, sort of cock, all that stuff. But like, when you listen to his podcast and you actually listen to any interview he's ever done, the dude is ten ply. He is soft as freshly picked cotton. It is ridiculous how soft this guy is. And like, I started taking my cues not from like stage. Pendulette, but from like the actual pendulette and addressing things with love and education and, and the want to uh, make people think rather than doing a Christopher Hitchens, where if you presented an argument to Hitchens, he would make he would take your argument, make it better, <laughs> make the points you were trying to make, and then systematically shut down everything. So like it, it, like I started doing that, and a lot of people found it more receptive. Uh, like like Kyle, uh, Kyle Buck, uh, Uncle Buck's house, and uh, I just found it was just more way more conducive to be, you know, to have a much softer approach to things rather than just come in and just shut things down. Yeah, I mean, I mean that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it it, it makes a lot of sense, and um, unless you're on a highly rated show like i just saw russell brand and ben shapiro did a show together oh no yeah that was kind of interesting so before we get into everything here we do have a viewer question which i still call them viewers even though no one can view the show uh, it's from dante i got something for y'all to explain to the listeners what's up with all these two letter names in indie bj rb ap and um and i'm pretty sure y'all reference ra on the show uh, you put who the fuck gets hammered and takes a bath. Well, it was actually DB. So I've always been called BJ since, right. since forever. Um, AP was his nickname because his nickname when he was growing up was AP. Um, and then RB has been called RB since birth because RB is a junior. Bro, uh, oh, so, so there's Rodney senior and then he's Rodney junior. I didn't even know his name was Rodney. Yeah. So <laughs> he goes by RB. DB, so like with TC and DB, we just protected their names. Yeah, I know about I know about TC protecting him because but that me, guy has some. But me, RB, years. me, RB, and then DB, or me, RB, and AP were all called that. Yeah, and uh, at the same time, you you guys do have like some of the most generic names like possible like if they did a census yeah. you guys would show up several fucking times well it was inter interesting today and then um dante always put who takes a fucking bath i if you ever see me <laughs> a bath with a corona and a cigarette then you know that i'm done with life yeah because the thing about it, if you walk in you see this me as a large mammal sitting in the bathtub where i can't even like fit in it 
first of all, that image is never going to get out of your head. Like it's, it's kind of like the, the biggest fear is like your kids finding you naked one day dead. Yeah. You know, it's that fear. So well, um, remember that, remember that scene from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, just imagine, I have no idea what you'd write on the wall. So that's up for conjecture. But I totally see you with just like half a dozen Corona bottles and a pack of crushed cigarettes next to it. That's why I've always wanted like a shower that has a bench built in. Boom. <laughs> so I can just lean back. I was in a hotel that had one of those. I had multi, it had three uh, headed shower. Wow. It was, uh, I didn't want to leave. I didn't care what was outside. Like, this is the best thing ever. You're just taking your Zoom calls in there. Like, yeah, yeah it, it is what it is. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, and also, I think it's an Indiana thing, too, where we cut everybody's name down. Uh, my mom's name is Diane Lou. But they called her Lou. Right. Oh, um, they called me BJ. Uh, Craig didn't have my brother. We, we call him hashtag Craig. Hashtag now. Craig. Uh, my oldest son is Luciano. We call him Luci. Colin, I call Mr. C, my youngest, and then Justice, they call him J. I mean, like, it's just... But my mom you know, calls me Beej, B-E-E-G. Yeah. So we're adding letters to it. <laughs> I mean, uh, when when you have a moniker like that, it's it's uh, it's 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 easy to have fun with. And also, taking, taking a bath while drunk, I mean, like, uh, I, I've done it. I worked at FedEx. I've been done with the day. I've ran more miles than I've cared to admit in a single day. I mean, I've had a Jack and Coke and just sat and soaked in, in a bathtub listening to, like, Alanis Morissette. You know what I mean? Alanis Morissette. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, I can't say anything about the music we play on this show because it's highly questionable. I'm <laughs> but it's not highly inappropriate, though. It is not. It is not because we, it's uh, so much better than that. We were listening. And then, so, like, I was over APs last night. Like, he's prepping for his 4th of July. He's officially shaved his head into a mullet. He has a mustache. He's wearing this uh, bamboo American flag hat um, that he's wearing everywhere. And he went out driving today. And so um, and so that's where we're at with AP right now. Thank, My he, son, son just came home and not, hey, how, dad, how you doing? I was like, can I, can I have your car? <laughs> not for the night. I... Uh, I am so afraid to see AP like that because I like all I'm going to do is roast him. Oh, his his uh, his wife is not a fan. She's like, "You're going to shave the rest of your head," and he's like, "No." And he he cut his own hair. Oh no! And he came over earlier, and I was dying laughing. <laughs> and then uh, so he's preparing. He's going to get a griddle. He's preparing for kegs and eggs, uh, which hopefully uh, I think. Well, like last night though, we um, I went over there after I got off work. I was like ten o'clock almost, and he made me. He has a smoker grill, right? Where it it, it it links into your phone. Wow! And then he made me like cheeseburgers. So I was like, anytime someone makes me cheeseburgers, the first thing I do is just try them plain, just to see like how good it is. Oh, it was tremendous. I, I'm not into that whole suburban lifestyle of you know like oh what kind of wood chips did you get. I, you know, you got to smoke it for, I, mean, I, I am not into that at all. I'm into it if I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> like if I can just. If get, somebody else does it. Yeah, if I can come up and get a plate or two. Like, like if you see me outside with a grill somewhere, like cooking on a grill, something's gone wrong in my life. Oh, dude, I love cooking on grills. That has nothing to do with suburbanite life. It just has to do with like cooking. I mean, I got, I got, I bought a cast iron skillet so I can, <laughs> so I can make uh, pan sear steaks. No, well, see, that's just good cooking. 
But I'm, I'm talking about like having the the dad shorts with the New Balance. You know what I mean? See, like, that's that's that is a stereotype <laughs> that is not even true though. Um, it's like I don't. I watch a lot of these things. They talk about dads at barbecues and dads at this, and I'm like, that's I don't know where where, where does this happen at. Oh, it's it's a me. I even sent I'm you like, like a TikTok I'm about like, you, it. I know, but I'm like, do you guys have bad sense of friends or something? <laughs> because none of my friends act like that. <laughs> I, I grew up in Texas. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It is definitely a thing. What? See, and the thing is, is that I am Hispanic, uh, but most of my family's white, and uh, it's because it, yeah, I grew up with that. I grew up watching my uncles and even my dad as at a certain point yeah with the dad shorts and the new balance out there with the grill i don't have any of that shit you have some dad shorts i've seen you have some dad shorts no no i don't have dad shorts dad shorts are cargo shorts that he bought in in 2002 and he still wears them <laughs> and he, he tucks in his shirt with a belt with white socks yes and he's excited to go to retail establishments yeah, I don't know. I don't know those people. We, we you know we know IP. I, no, I mean that's the funny part about it is we. I was blessed. I had kids young. He has his kids are old, still pretty young, but like I don't know any dads like that. I, I know several. I mean, what I, I I mean I know they're out there, but I'm not friends with them. There's a reason I'm not <laughs> friends with them. Because you and I, you and I don't vibe with that kind of lifestyle. No, I don't. I don't want to talk to my neighbors. I don't no. want to invite my neighbors over. No. I don't even. If my neighbor died tomorrow, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, just move on." Yeah, like you can't have that much um, love in your heart. There's not enough to go around. I mean, like, and, and this is this, like this goes way back to when I was like one of the on one of the first shows that I said that nuclear family is is gone it's dead it's gone because what honestly, does nuclear mean I, I can't remember uh, the nuclear family wife. Uh, dad, dad works, two kids, white picket fence. See, no, no. If you travel the outskirts of 465, it is alive and kicking. See, well, and, and that's what I mean is that. But in the city life, you don't see. No, absolutely yeah, not. folks like you and I, like, like I, I may be from. Wait, I'm, I got a wife and two kids. Well, you got a wife and three kids. Three kids. Well, I know, but I'm saying I have a wife and three. And I didn't forget about a kid. But what I'm saying is, like, we started off with a wife. I mean, we got married and we had two kids. We had. The two-story house. We had all that stuff, but I still didn't dress like that. I am going to beat that in the ground. <laughs> so, well, no, like, like the whole, the whole, you know, uh, block party. Uh, invite all your neighbors over. Everybody's in everybody's business. You know, Stepford uh, Wives that, type shit. That happens everywhere. I, I, I am not. I don't vibe with it. I don't vibe with it. And, I, and I've said that was that's that's been dead for a long time. And the whole reason I do say that is because I I used to say it's because honestly we've grown a lot more selfish as people. Like you and I grew up in a generation that well, was like, don't it, talk, don't talk to strangers. Well, think, go, go look on your social media today. How many pictures are posted of all the family together around, around the pool? There's a ton, right? Uh, probably. So there's still, they, they still post pictures of like, Hey, we still get around each other. And yeah. you're just like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's not me. I spent four or five hours with my mom today and it posts a picture of like, I'm with my mom. Hashtag being a son. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, Hashtag we were the grave. We were in the graveyards. That's what we did. Oh man, sorry. No, uh, it was actually pretty cool. Um, I went. I went down there. Took her to Larrison's Diner, one of the local diners, and seen where that we grew up on. And then we went out. Saw my pop's grave. I saw his headstone. It was. It was really cool. And then my mom was telling me where she's going to be buried at, and then how much the life insurance and how much you know what we should be spending on headstones. You know, she's just laying it out there. 
Uh, I, gotta, like, I, I, can't, I, I can't do that kind of planning. That, that's, like, just, that's just uh, that's just that me and me and my, my mom and I can do that because, like I said, when my dad passed, I was heavily involved with, you know, the care and, you know, and ultimately his, you know, stopping treatment. So, but um, we went to, and then I said, Mom, I said, don't we have fam- another kind of like a family graveyard? Um, and she's like, yeah. So we went out there and saw like, um, I, I got to see, and this is going to be relevant to you because I asked some of you like questions you, like you've asked and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So we went out to, it's called surprise Acme. It's called Acme. And then surprise. That's the name of the town. Surprise. <laughs> it's it, called Acme. Acme. Yeah. A-C-M-E. We'll have to take a road trip. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Um, and so it's like surprise. You're there. Surprise. You're gone. <laughs> And so that's where my, my on, so uh, we've done a bunch of episodes, but anyways, so I have a stepdad and then I have a biological father, right? Pops is my your stepdad, dad. Your, your stepdad, yeah. your dad. Yeah. My dad, my pops. Right. And then I have my a biological father, which this is going to, this is going to, you're the first person besides AP that knows this story. Yeah. Found it out today. So we're out there visiting these graves and I'm always looking at like eight, there's like 1808, 1890, you know what I'm saying? Like right. these real graves that were really cool to me because I'm like, wow, you know, I start thinking about what's the life was like. And plus those headstones have lasted since 1808, right? you know, so that's pretty good craftsmanship, right? And then, so I'm in a car with my mom, my mom's breaking down, um, uh, not, not breaking down emotionally, but breaking down like, um, she's tracing back our roots on, on the weaver side. In Germany, we're actually. She said what she what she found the historical society so far historical place was we were Weber, W E B E R. Right. And then it, we they came to the United States and then they changed it to Weaver, but it was W E V E R. And then great great grandfather changes to W E A V E R Weaver. So my mom's a Weaver. That's her maiden name. Right. Right. So yeah, because like W E V E R is like Veva. But I was trying to think about. I haven't looked it up today. I was like, I didn't think Weber was a German name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know, you know? And so that, and I was asked my mom, I was like, why am I so dark complected? <laughs> yeah. You, you don't look like a white guy. And then, you know, I, I said, you know, most people could either, I was working at a, a Chevyville, um, yesterday and then everybody starts speaking Spanish right away. Right. Cause they think I'm Hispanic. And then, and so I was trying to get out and find out on the Robin side, like who is it like so and then she was saying my great my grandma um robbins her dad now this is all supposedly i don't know so if some family member from that side listens to this first of all that's hilarious uh right welcome to the show so if 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 joe if you're listening that's my biological dad's name is like hello um i he probably like what radio stations on i'll get to him in a minute anyways (laughs) So he said Grandma Robbins was, her dad was full-blooded Indian. Full-blooded. Oh, wow. But I don't know or not, but they said, and the, there's pictures of her living in Mexico. Because they all lived in Mexico, New Mexico, Texas. That's where they all came from. Yeah, a little part of lineage, yeah. Yeah, but they, I don't know if they ever traced the back or not, because like I'm dark complexed, but my mom's dark complexed too. But we, but but it's germany from it doesn't make any sense and then well and, my my brother who you know is, yeah. is black but he's uh he's of scottish and german descent it's it's really weird so that my mom 
My mom retired. We make, we make fun of him a lot on the, on the show. Like we we call him a Nazi all the time, and it's it's. <laughs> well, I found out today that like my Nazi jokes might be hitting close to home. I you know apologize <laughs> to my ancestors, you know. Or I could be Jewish. I don't know. Whichever one. I definitely couldn't. <laughs> not touching. I that. definitely couldn't be because I look at my bank account. And there's way I spend way too much money. Yes, it's a stereotype yeah. joke. I understand it. <laughs> Please send all your complaints to brian.j.robbins at iCloud.com. That's actually my real email. I'd be funny. I'd love to read hate mail. Oh, dude. I, I wait for it every week. Every time we do an episode on, on, like, on, on my show where you say something controversial, like I wait for it. The only hate mail ever, that we've ever gotten was because I took a shit on Justin Bieber one show. Like like about about half about a year into the show, like we did this whole Justin Bieber like thing, and I just took a shit on him on the show. Like I was just like, "Fuck this guy!" Fuck you don't like the Biebs? I hate the Biebs. Biebs is a great guy. No, he's not. And then so like the, he's sur- he's surviving the Illuminati as we speak. Oh no, stop! So like, we, like it was the only hate mail we've ever gotten was like this this person who spoke very broken English and was apparently from part of either Eastern Europe or a little bit further than that, was just like, you guys are disrespecting Justin Bieber. You have no idea what he's been through and this and that. And I'm just like, is is the Biebs big in the... I think so. <laughs> in the Middle East? I think so. Oh, I mean, he, it's it's like if you go after, after Selena Gomez, too, you know? I have, yeah, nah. So, um, but... It, my mom just retired from work and then she was working a part-time job at like Dollar Tree, right? right? Um, and then like today she's like, Hey, you know, I, I, I saw Joe and I'm like, when she's like, well, about a month or a half or so ago. And I was like, mom, you just, she's like, I thought I told you. I was like, no, no. And then he, cause he was, <laughs> okay, this is going to get really ugly and I apologize in advance. <laughs> so he saw my mom, he saw my mom and then he walked up and said, Hey, I'm sorry for the death of your husband, which was, pretty respectful i appreciate that um and then he had a lady with him for those who don't know my biological father went to jail for uh child molestation right right not just child molestation he made cosby look like obama oh no <laughs> right well i mean they're that's both like, out of jail that's not even the, yeah that's not even the worst part <laughs> so um he's married he's married and she knows what he did see i don't get that if you're single right now, and my dad, who was padiddling kids, gets remarried for the fifth time, and you can't find somebody, what are you doing with it, your life? It's it's you, bro. Yeah, it's you, bro. Are you, ma'am? <laughs> but I said, the, I said that to I said I said that to my mom. I was like, "Mom, I was like, he's married." She's like, "Yeah." I go, I go, I was like, and I go, maybe you should get out there and start dating. And she was just like, <laughs> she's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I guess people just date anybody now." The bar's so low. If the next person, next person says to me, like, I just can't seem to find anybody. I'm like, really? That's it. You have you have the ammo. That's you have the ammo. You you have you are the Enola Gay carrying the bomb over Hiroshima. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, and I was just like, and you talk about small towns and like she and she knew what he, she knows what he did or did or what he had done or whatever. And then. And then my mom ran through all the brothers and sisters I have that I've never met. I think there's a JT, which which nice move on naming another kid with two letters. Right. Shout out to Dante. <laughs> Dante, every time we name somebody with two letters, you have to take a shot. 
Um, oh no! Yeah, gee, oh, let me bust out my my. List. Could you imagine if that was a drinking game? No, all our friends no. with two letters. No, <laughs> I choose life. <laughs> um, but JT is my half brother, and then Courtney, Angie are my half sisters. No, sorry, JT is my half brother. Courtney is just a stepsister, or Angie's a stepsister. Courtney is a half sister, and then I think there's Joseph. I think that's his name. Huh. He angry little kid. <laughs> well, I guess to come to find out that his mom never told him that uh, I air my family business. I, I don't care because it's therapeutic for me. But I guess he, uh, Angie, he got Angie pregnant, which was his stepdaughter. And then Aunt, Angie never told him that like he was who the father was. He didn't find out until I was like 22, 21 Christ, years old. man. Like, you are you are an episode. Uh, like, your whole life is just like an episode. I moved away at 22, bro. I left it all behind. I don't blame you. And I was just, when, when he was on the front page of the paper for being arrested, and I was like, oh, look, my buddy's dad is coach of the year. Oh, wait, my real father is going to prison. <laughs> so awesome. back to this coach of the year thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Let's hang that clipping up. And then I've told the story before. I, I just came back from Pennsylvania with Steph. Her grandma was passing away, so it was already emotional. And I get home, my mom's crying. I was like, why is my mom crying about her? She don't know. She didn't know her. You know, I'm just being kind of cuntish. <laughs> and then uh no, it's it's a, it's a legitimate question. Like people get sad at others at other people passing, but it is like one of those like, why are you sad? And then she hands me the paper. This is like nineteen ninety nine, hands me the paper. And then we started reminiscing about like when I first met Steph, um, Joe decided to um, have me followed because uh, um, I hadn't decided if whether I was going to go to school, a trade school, or take a year off before I went to college or whatever. And he took me to court for emancipation. He wanted to emancipate himself from you? Because he owed me $35,000 in back child support. Wow. And he had to carry insurance on me, too, if I went to school until I was 24. And my brother already been, my brother already been out of school, and didn't, he went to work, so he didn't obviously qual- he didn't have to have insurance on him. So we're in this courthouse, and, and it's me, Steph, and my mother. And uh, the judges explained things to me. And then I go, so so if I go, Your Honor, if I sign this piece of paper, like, we're done. He's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, we're done. He's like, yeah, if you sign emancipation, he owes you no money. He doesn't own, there's nothing between you two, at least legally, right? Right. And, and so I was like, so if I sign this, then he doesn't owe me any money. He's like, yeah. He's like, you sure you want to do this? I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So I signed it. You know, signed, emancipated myself. I looked at him and said, I'll see you later, Joe. Walked out of the courthouse and never saw him again. He had me, he said, I, he's like, well, he doesn't even live at home. He's been living with his girlfriend. I was like, yeah, she had fucking cable, bro. <laughs> she had cable and it was a nice apartment. And right, why wouldn't he? Yeah. But somehow he, this was before social media, this is 98. Right. Yeah. So somehow he knew I was staying there. But I, I was staying there a couple nights a week. I, Oof. Yeah. I mean, I moved in three months, you know, three months of meeting here, but like, she had a nice apartment. But anyway, so that that's that's like that's up to like just a smidge of, but like, yeah, it was thirty five thousand dollars. Wow. But yeah, we reminisced with my mom. It was it was a lot of fun, and she was breaking down where people are from and things like this. And then um, when my aunt Linda died, uh, I was talking to my uncle uh, 
um cousin chris i think you met yeah yeah i met chris cousin chris um see that's cousin chris it's not cc that's not cc um he uh we were <laughs> the funeral the the preacher who did her eulogy was the same one who did um our wedding just not, he's not good wow he, he was, it was almost like family tradition to have this guy. <laughs> Very nice guy. But I think he, it's like a Sam Raimi flick. Like he always has to have Bruce Campbell. Well, I it's even, I know. I It's worse. It's like Kevin James and Adam Sandler movies. Oh, oh no. I mean, has at least he, he, Bruce, Bruce Campbell has talent. Yeah. Kevin James is, after what he did to the actress on the on his new show to get Leah Remy on the other show, killed her off, and then they canceled the show. That's called Karma. I, I have no, I, I only know is that there was some big controversy regarding that's, him. That's what it was. Like so he what, had what his, exactly happened? He had his wife killed off on the show on this new sitcom on CBS because they give everybody sitcoms. Unless it's done by um, Chuck Lorre, it's not going to be good. And then he um, had Leah Raymond come back and they tried to rekindle the um, their dynamic, on-screen dynamic. Huh. So, um, we're at... <laughs> We're at this. We're at my aunt's funeral, and uh, and he just keeps talking about how he was saved. Now I'm not saying this to get you to say anything, but he kept bringing up horse. Wow! <laughs> and I was dying, so I'm texting Chris back and forth, and he's like, "Did he just say horse?" And he keeps talking about 1971. I was saved. I quit drinking. Da, 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 right. So we go. Um, eat. We go to uh, eat. Eat. Um, my family likes to eat after funerals. It is what it is. I don't know if everybody does, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a I'm thing. sitting here with Uncle Robert, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, I go, hey Bob." He, I go, "Were well, there whorehouses in Seymour?" He's like, "Yeah." So what you had is I lived here. Uh, your grandparents lived here. There's an alley, and then there's a whorehouse, and he just kept, then he just went back to keep eating his pizza, and I was just like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> we're, not, we're not gloss, we're not glossing over that. <laughs> Rewind the tape. <laughs> I was like, so, and then he, and I was like, um, my aunt Brandon, who's, who's passed away, was Chris's mom. And, and I was like, so when was this? And he was talking about, I was like in the seventies or whatever, of course. He's like, I tell you what, this is not the place you would want to go. Oof. I was like, why? He's like, he's like there were some ugly women. <laughs> and I was just like, so intrigued. <laughs> And then and this was like, you know, Seymour has like second street, third street, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, right? Like, so they basically had Highway 50, which is Tipton. And then they had like, you know, uh, downtown and stuff like that. So I was like, there's the, oh. and I was like, I was just so intrigued that he lived there. And then my grandparents lived here where my mom lived. And there was a whorehouse alley and a whorehouse. Of course, that, of course, the whorehouse is next to an alley. Of course, like it's it's a, it's it's a business park. Nothing's better than trying to run out of the whorehouse on gravel. Oh no, it's trying to sneak out in the middle of the night. So crunch, crunch, crunch. Where were you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> that was uh, that was my day with my mother, and then and then I had to hook up her DVD, not Blu-ray player, DVD player. Ooh, and so I get there, and she has like a, a just a TV like that, which I have them laying over here, and. And she's trying to use red, red, white, and yellow, right. which is composite. No, that's S video. Composite has green. That's oh, the yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. So I feel like I'm back at my old job hooking up stuff, and then I got, <laughs> and I was like, Mom, I'm gonna go get you an HDMI cord. She's like, 
I have one of those. I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> so the only place in Brownstown is a Dollar General. So I'm. Oh, so you're gonna play? You're gonna pay premium. So I went full mail and didn't even just like, oh, where's the audio? Where's the electronics? <laughs> they were all behind the counter. It was, uh, I, uh, and here I have like thirty extra HDMI cords, twenty dollars. Yep. From a dollar, yeah. Dollar General, and then I got a re- universal remote for her because she's like, oh, this TV doesn't have a remote. I was like, like, where'd you get this TV from? She's like, well, Aunt Linda. I was like, I "I guess you don't need it, so we'll go ahead and go this route. And uh, can't take it with you. No, no. So we and I hooked up her TV, and then her Blu-ray, and then like I'm jamming on the way home, enjoying myself. I was like, man, I got to see my mom. We had a great visit, you know, um, you know, like we went talk, you know, and then all of a sudden it just took a turn. I can't get this remote to work. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I said, hey, I said, I'm about eight eight miles away from the house. Let me get to the house. I'll FaceTime you and we'll go from there. And, and instead, she's like, just stay on the phone. She's walking herself how to do this <laughs> on the phone. Because all I want to do is just turn on some music and, and, and just have a great Saturday drive back, right? right? Yeah. And then she's like, all right. And she gets off the phone. And I just sit down to take a shit. And she calls like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> You're like, good. <laughs> it's just like so so like like that, that that has to beg the question though now you have kids i have kids do you have plans for when you go yeah because i have plans nobody likes my plans what's your plans i want to be cremated put into a tube and then shot into space yeah what's worse problem with that nobody likes it i mean i mean people have done it in the uh, hunter s thompson did that didn't he uh no he was shot out of a cannon well, same difference. Well, it, low orbit. <laughs> you don't. Well, you don't. There's, but the problem is, it's finding some way to be able to shoot you in space, though. No, they got, they got, they got a whole surface that's like, like a, the the cremation all the way to like being shot into space. It's like, a, it's like a quarter of the cost of a regular. Funeral. So you're that arrogant enough that you're going to litter in space? Fuck yes. See, that's that's typical suburbanite stuff there. Oh, how is that? <laughs> That's like I, I don't have a that's family like, plot. That's like somebody getting you a picture of like I bought this star for you. Like oh, really? No. You bought a star. Thank you. Dang, yeah. Which one is it? Point to it. Now I have to hang this dumbass thing up and explain it. <laughs> well, it's to the left of Ryan's Bell. Like Ryan's Bell was all booked. They are they already sold all those uh houses. Bezos got all three. Yeah. <laughs> like no, like like that's that's just it. Like I'm like uh, and you know Nobody in my family likes that because we had a very traumatic experience with my my grandmother being cremated. Like, uh, did yeah. she know? Did does does she know she was cremated? Uh, well, she was dead at the time. Well, that's my question: was was she dead? Like, yeah, you know, she was, you said she was bad dead. traumatic. Well, no, because okay, so that's the thing, right? So there's there's there's, there's you expect a certain decorum. Right, like when when they're handling uh, the deceased and everything like that, these dudes handled my grandma like bags of groceries, like they literally just threw her in the oven, like like did not care that we were watching, did like no. I let you watch it. Yes, they don't do that no more. No, they did, and they they, they handled her like groceries, bro. They so, were just like hey, so. There so, she is. So it was like a hibachi restaurant. You're just watching pretty, it be done in front much, of you. Yeah. Yeah, and we watched we watched the temperature ramp up and everything, and then my dad makes a my dad makes a comment, and I almost I, that, that's one of the only times in my life I've almost literally hit my father. Like I would, like he, like everybody looked at me and looked at him and was like, "You need to leave the room right now." 
but like but so we all had this really horrible traumatic experience and then we're at uh we're we're at the at the funeral parlor you know saying our goodbyes and uh the 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 person that cremated her knew her like she was a she was a mom to everybody you know that's who my grandma was and uh so he walks up with the with the the the, the bag of her ashes and he's just handling it like a slinky like yeah like a slinky he's just mushing around what's left of my grandma and my mom i look at my mom and my mom's horrified is this the only funeral home in this town? <laughs> no no it's not but this is the one she wanted the people she chose so he's just like handling it and he, he's telling us about what's going to happen and my mom my mom is paper white she's she's she can't believe it i'm looking at this dude like that's my grandma. <laughs> you just you just mushing around my grandmother's ashes, you prick. And he's he's just doing it like subconsciously. He's just like, yeah, and we had to do this, and we're gonna do this with the cost, and we're gonna build these people, and like the whole time. So like everybody's severely traumatized after that. Why don't they put it? Why was he not already in the urn? Don't know. Don't I fresh out? Don't know. It's, I, I, if I had to guess, the bag was probably still warm. Still, still not. A, still, I got one just as good as yours. So, so like, so like, my my whole thing is, I want to be cremated, put into a tube with my, all my friends' signatures or whoever's left of my friends' signatures, uh, and then just shot into space. Like, no, not not shot to the moon. Like, you know, like there's like what, like three hundred graves up there now. Like the little tubes of people. No, I would just yeet me. I'm gone. And like nobody likes that. I even told my ex-wife about it, and she's like, "Well, what are your sons gonna left to warn you?" And I'm like, "Nothing. I'm dead." What? And she's like, "You don't care that." I'm like, "I'm I'm gonna be dead. I'm not gonna care." It's a it, it's, I mean, because graves were in necessities because they had no nothing else to do with the bodies a long time ago, right? And then it turned into a business, and then it turned into um headstones and it turned into this this i mean it turned into a capitalist thing like everything else right yeah. i mean if you died on the trail they they put a cro wooden cross there so they you wouldn't bury someone on top of them right that'd be fun the old west so no so <laughs> i told you earlier seth's grandma passed away Dang. right um they fedexed her ashes to our house <laughs> no I yeah, I shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. But <laughs> so the plan was for Steph and her older brother to get together to spread oh, the ashes no. around, uh, together, right? Yeah. Chris lived in Orlando. We lived in Indiana, so it got kind of hard to do that, right? So we had to move with Grandma. So when we moved, we had to take the box out and move it to the new location, and then put it in put it in a closet up on the top shelf. You know, and then the weird part was it was up here with the hatch and mitt, so you're always knocking it out of the closet, falling on the ground, <laughs> kicking it on accident. You're just picking up, sorry, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, if if you're going to do the cremation route, just get either put in an urn, which is whatever you want to do, or just get 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 the ceremony over faster. Because there's yeah. other people in the house that may not feel as strong as you do about a FedEx box with a Ziploc bag <laughs> oh of ashes. My God, dude, I can't. You know how illegal that is? That's actually very illegal. It's not illegal? Yeah, transporting human remains is illegal, especially it's, across state lines. It's ashes. Yeah, human remains. Well, there's a technicality. I mean, if they, if they found one, good for them. I'm just, I'm horrified at the idea that I used well, to work at FedEx. Well, this was 98. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess this was kind of more of a loose system. Well, I, but I, I, I think it has to like there has to sign off on certain things. Like, is it sealed this way, done this way, that way, and stuff like right, that? Right. So. I mean, like when I worked there, like just when I worked there, it was like none, like none, no ashes, nothing like that, no forensic DNA, nothing. Like, uh, so like I, I just I'm horrified at the thought, but it's it's still funny to me. Because I'm just like, how many, how many, how many people's remains did I deliver? You know what I mean? Like, especially like on a snowy or a rainy day, <laughs> just a forgotten family member out on the stoop being rained on. But or right, let's just say they didn't know they were coming, and then all of a sudden it's a snowy, dreary day, and you're, you know, you're already in a funk, and the next thing you know, you open up like Great Uncle Bob, <laughs> Jesus. and then you're just like, hey, babe, your uncle's here. <laughs> oh, really? Like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> to me, death is hilarious. I think we should laugh at death. We should. We should. Because we, we should. We should. without, you know, Doctor Strange, you know, in the movies, like without death, there's no meaning, right? Yeah. Life has no meaning. And I never understood it. But you start realizing about life and, what, and, and, and about what things, how they mean to you, right? Because everybody wants big memories. They're like, oh, remember that time we went to Paris? Like, okay, that's seven days out of a lifetime, right? Right. So think about all the times that you ate breakfast or like, you know, like today was a small thing. Just going to have lunch. Those are the things you're going to miss more than the bigger things. Cause like, you know, I went out and saw my mom because there's only so many phone calls left. There's only so many times there's like the clock's ticking on all of us. Right. So, but we get wrapped up in our own shit. Think we're that fucking important. I mean, I never do. I, I've never had that complex. I'm like, I, I never have. I, I've never had that complex. Like, the only time I have that weird kind of God complex is, like, I guess when I'm performing, when I, I'm, I'm on stage or something like that. But then that's kind of, like, spotlight on you. Like, that's your hour. End of story. Back, after that hour is over, I'm back to being the schlup that I am. I don't like funerals because, like, um, when Pops passed away or whatever, I was up here a lot. You have to, you know, as a son, you shake hands. And I'm yeah. like, this ain't, I don't, I don't get this. I mean, like, and then they stare at the dead body like they're checking to make sure they're still dead. <laughs> Quit fucking around. Quit. Get up. And it's weird. <laughs> as in, and then, and then, like, mom would come over and like start fixing this stuff, and I'm just like, like to, to to my wife, it is the most outrageous thing ever. I mean, but like, in but when you grow up in like the South, like I know Indiana's Midwest, but you know Southern Indiana, it's like normal. Um, I've, I've, when I worked at CVS, um, when I first started, we were, we had the photo lab. Then I, I moved over to, uh, Washington and Arlington, I think. Yeah. Washington, Arlington, uh, pretty big Hispanic community over there and a pretty big black community over there. And then it was just, here come the pictures of the of people at the funerals posing and, you know, taking pictures of the dead body and smiling next to it. I'm just like. That's some weird shit. It is. It's. I don't. I don't understand it. First of all, and secondly, I don't understand the the pomp and circumstance that comes with it. Like, why are you gonna get dressed to the nines? You know, get your makeup done, your hair done, get a haircut, whatever. The, what, you're gonna be dressed to the nines to go listen to a guy in a church talk about death because he didn't know you. There's, there's no way that he knew you well, personally. And that's, and then, uh, and on some of the people he did, the pastor did. Right. But I agree with you on that one. And I, and, and then that's why I did my pops. Like I didn't want some stranger giving a eulogy, giving a eulogy. 
about somebody he didn't know. Yeah, because and, I wanted it to, and, and I know why they do it because a lot of family members can't make it through it. It was tough getting through it. I can imagine. But I started with the joke though. Yeah, you <clears throat> don't, don't remember the joke, but I remember. Everybody, please rise for the playing of the national anthem. I stood back. Everybody, everybody stood up, put their hand on the heart, like, where's the flag at? And I was like, <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Everybody take a seat. <laughs> See, and like, like if I go and when I go, I wanted to be a party. I, I don't want a single person sad. I finally just want to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just like, and that's, and you know, some, a lot of people find that horrifying. The idea that it's just gone. It's just over. And I find it comforting. Like, I am so good with that. I am so good to be done. It's over. Lights off. Close shop. Never because coming back. It's one of the, it's because you don't realize, we, we don't realize the impact that it has on other people. It doesn't really have an impact on you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's because like, it's the people that, the loved ones that miss you and, and you're not going to be around. And obviously that's, that's an awful feeling to have because, you know, I still deal with it all the time. Uh, but I think a lot of the arrogance is of like, you know, I don't want to die. I still want to be around. And then we don't know what's on the other side that I like that part. I don't, I don't, I mean, because my brain may, may trap me in a dream that may be five seconds, but for me, it may be an eternity. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like, as long as I'm not falling, <laughs> God suck. or either that or like a Whataburger and I keep, they keep saying, and then <laughs> I never get to go around to get my burger. God. That's hell. <laughs> That's hell. That's hell. That's hell. That is hell. I mean, like, are they? Uh, are you end up getting up in there and they give me a McDonald's cheeseburger with I'll, the awful onions? I'm, I'm fighting. I'm fighting everyone. Everyone. Like, if I go to Waterburger and I get a McDonald's burger instead, that, that it's it. I'm I'm breaking the matrix for that one. It's uh yeah. That food food is going to be a part of my hell. I know it's going to be. It's going to be people throwing like chicken fingers, uh, <laughs> chicken tenders at my face. Just whopping the shit out of me. <laughs> You're trying to catch one. Wham! <laughs> Knocking my teeth out. Uh, I I I don't know. Like I, like I I don't believe in any of that stuff. But I I I, I can just imagine literally just getting to hell because like I'm gonna I'm gonna get like if if there is a heaven, I'm gonna get to heaven and you know, dude. See, I hope there's a hell and you sh- and I you show up there and I'm be like, I fucking told you. <laughs> I'm gonna and you know what, dude? Like what 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 the hell am I gonna say? And then you're gonna, no, I'm gonna yeah, I'm just gonna keep playing like the greatest hits of all the awful things we've said. That's what it's gonna be like. And I'm good with it. I'm like like anything anything that happens, I'm good with it. Honestly, like I I am not. I'm not pretentious enough to be like, oh, well, I repented on my deathbed. So, you know, I got no, like th- th- that fucking loophole is complete and utter bullshit. Your health's going to be telling shtick jokes. Oh, my God. You're uh, going to be up here like th- three guys walked into the bar. The third one ducked. Yeah. The horse walked into the bar and bartender says, hey, why the long, why the face? long face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to have I'm going to have Rodney Dangerfield, you know, just booing me the whole time. No respect. No respect. No respect. No respect. But like, I, like, like, I, I just I, I never understood the pomp and circumstance. You know what I mean? Like, like behind funerals and all that. I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I'm dead. I'm dead. Well, it's a celebration of life. I get that aspect of it. Like, like the celebration, I get. You know, like the wake, the food afterwards, whatever. But sitting in a solemn church, listening to some dickhead who never fucking knew me in life. Well, and it's weird is when they're like, oh, 
Oh, he looks good. Like he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I heard I, that so much, and I, I just I had to walk away. I'm like, I walked. I know what time I, when he looked better. <laughs> I walked over to AP. I was like, why do they keep saying he fucking looks good? Oh no! And he's like, don't worry about it. And I was like, I know. It's just fucking weird. It is. It's and, weird. And I'm Uncle Jimmy Joseph on your mother's seventy third cousin. I never met him, but he was a good man. Okay. Like, thanks. What do I do with that now? Ne- like, what, the, and, that make my fucking day better? Yeah, one of them, only one thing, you know, and I hear everything out. One thing that bothered me was is somebody was like, I was your, I was I was his best friend in high school, and I was like, I've never met you. I just said it. I was, I, it was a long fucking day. I was like, I've never met you. He I goes, don't blame you. He's like, yeah, I was, uh, I never really come and saw him. I was like, well, you're seeing him today. <laughs> Welcome back. You know? I was like, maybe we need to go smoke a heater. And I was like, all right, I'll be back. I think you needed a. I think you needed a joint at that point. Like, well, I was trying. I I was doing too much. Uh, yeah, I like. I, I I remember talking to you around that time, and you were you were really frazzled. And honestly, like, if nobody, you nobody wants to make it. Nobody else wanted to make a decision, and I can't blame my mother, and I can't blame my brother. This is that was our our three dynamic was like. That's the way it was. Yeah, you know, I decided to stop treatment, which we stopped it on a Friday. I was working. Walk around a store on speakerphone talking. We stopped treatment. He died. I did a show and they died on. I saw him on Saturday, and then uh, went out to see him on Saturday. Then on Sunday we did a show and then he passed that night. Yeah, I remember. So it's the fact of the matter is like, mom's like, well, do do, you know? She's like, do you want to stop treatment? And I was just like, uh, and I was like, yeah, we need to stop it. Like, if he's not gonna get any better, there's no point of his lungs were already filling up with fluid as it was. Like, no, we need to stop treatment. That's a service I want to offer. If you're incapable of stopping treatment, just call me. Ninety nine ninety nine. I'll <laughs> sign whatever. I'll pull the plug. I mean, because we're that, and that's the hard part. Is because we worry about how it's going to affect us, right? How are we going to feel, right? Instead of looking at like he's he or she, whoever is. The quality of life is shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I still, I believe in assisted suicides. I really do. I do too. I mean, if you, if if you are, if you are, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm talking about if you're mentally capable of, of talking about it, right? Hey, you have stage four cancer. We can't or stage five. I don't know how many stages there are, but and you can't, and you're like fuck this, and and you're in your last. 30 days and you can't speak or open your eyes i'm hoping somebody gets the morphine and just pumps it <laughs> let's go let's get let's get Put some, on some miley cyrus party in the usa and let's, let's 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 get some of that fentanyl xanax bars from mexico let's go who was that who's that little peep that went like that no i think he's still alive unfortunately oh i don't know I, little I peep little xan a little, little something like that little tire pump i don't give i don't agree with that but like 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 no and I, and I totally believe in that because honestly like if i know i'm going to deteriorate to the point that i'm not going to be able to actually make decisions about my own life take me out then why not and then have then go ahead and have your party while you're still relevant yeah say goodbye to your friends dap up your friends uh, you know and then and and then go be a recluse until it's time i'm what not the, what, what was that story we covered that like one of the first cocaine sex party remember Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's one, but one of those things. It's like there's a Spanish proverb that says uh, the anticipation of death is actually worse than death itself. Yeah, it is because you. I mean, if you die, you die instant, right? 
but anticipation, you know, and that's what I kept thinking about was the anticipation of death for him. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously they give you enough morphine. You don't know what's going on, but like he, he was not able to communicate. So I didn't know what he felt. I didn't know what was going, you know what I'm saying? So you don't know. It's not like us when I was in the hospital a few months ago where I was coherent kind of, but I could still say, Hey, this hurt. I don't feel good. This He can never do that. And then, then it was just, that was the diff, most difficult part of it. But, you know, no one wants to, no one ever wants to see a loved one go. But, you know, some, we worry, we worry about how it's going to affect us. That's yeah, how we, rather, that, that's how, rather it, than caring about them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and they do care about them, but all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, they're not going to be there. They're not going to be there. They're not going to be there. But then again, nine times out of 10, you're already taking those people for granted anyways. Yeah. I, I took them for granted because I knew he was a tough son of a bitch and he'd always be around. Yeah, and then boom, snuffed. You know, fell down and never talked to him again. So fireworks. Damn, that was close. My favorite game when I used to live on the east side is that fireworks <laughs> or a gunshot. And are the screams following it screams of joy or panic? Yeah, that's always a good time. So I grew up in a. I grew up in a. <laughs> I grew up in a El Paso, man. I know that game very well. El Paso. Yeah, but I mean, like. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole. Maybe maybe that's just me. Like I consider it more. There's a difference between being an asshole and a realist, right? Yeah. Like you know, I, I don't I don't call myself a pessimist. I call myself a realist. Is like this is gonna suck, but it's the right. There's a difference. That's why certain people are or or get to certain levels of life because they're able to make decisions that they don't want to make, but they know they have to make them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know it's a. Uh yeah, and I've been called crass for it and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm good with that. You know, call me crass, call me a, call me a dickhead, whatever. The idea is, is that this certain things have to be done, and if it's and if it's involving me, you better be practical about it because I'm gonna make it practical. Yeah, like and and, and that's just it. You know, like when when my ex wife was telling me, well, what are your sons gonna have to mourn with? I'm like, they they had me in their life the, well like, my sons have close to 600 episodes of me talking yeah they're gonna have they're gonna have pictures they have of me. they have more of an insight into their father than than most other people have with their fathers right and they, they're gonna know what movies what music um they're gonna know who my friends were um they're gonna hobbies. know yeah my hobbies what my fears were and that's one of the cool things that i was talking to someone about this was like Oh, I was talking to Dante about it when we were walking to the axe throw, and I was like, hey, like they have something to remember me by. Yeah. And in that way, that like right now, I would love to be able to listen to pop stock. I, I would love to be able to listen to those things, but I can't. Yeah, yeah no. And, uh, and then, and, and that's all. And for me, it was just like, I'm, I'm going to be dead. And plus, they can see how much better I am than everybody else who does this show <laughs> i will admit I, I i i've missed you and ap together it, it's like i feel like i got a lot stronger when i when i went on my own for a little bit because yeah. i felt like I got, I got my confidence more and um i feel like i could lead a show even if you weren't here i could still do it yeah well when i did those shows by myself like the first one was nerve-wracking right because you try to do it by yourself but um i i just love podcasting i think it's still one of the last forms of free speech we have I'll agree with that. No one can censor me. No. Um, Facebook can censor you if you put the video up. So can Instagram because Instagram now is owned by Facebook. You know, so it's like the last pure form of conversation you can have because YouTube can pull down that Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro video with, with Russell if they don't like it. 
Yeah, absolutely. If they if they claim that I mean, Apple, a Spot, yeah, Apple and Spotify can take us down, but we can still have our own website and put it up. Yeah, your own your own private RSS feed. Yeah. I mean, like, and uh, you know, that's that's something funny because I've been dealing with that with my podcast with UMG Universal Music Group. Fuck, that's you. Warner. Fuck everybody that works there. By the way, no, that's Warner. They 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 hit us. They hit us. They hit us five times. Yeah, but I got hit not, about six. It's stop now. But I got hit. Well, you know why? Why? Because they're being fucking sued. They're the 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 DMCA's that they've been putting out for the last six to seven months have been completely disingenuous. They're being fucking sued. Well, think about it. I mean, AP. We've talked about this twice. Is because um, take a shot. AP. 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 Um, <laughs> is we're prom- I, I'm promoting that. And what the, what they got mad about was like if if Rogan played them because it's because I listened to Dan Patrick and he said if you play over seven seconds of a song you have to pay for that royalty. I'm not disagreeing with that, right? But we're not on the level of a nationally syndicated radio show, right? Yeah. Um, and then if I'm like, hey, check out Concept, a brand new artist that I like, and then I'm promoting that music and, and maybe you should listen to it now. And, and especially in concepts different because he sent me the the thing or whatever uh, but if like i've talked to people that who are signed i'm like hey can i play your song or whatever yeah and then i've talked to some like no well what's your budget for the song i'm like i'm not paying you to play a song no i'm not doing that i'm not a, i'm not a dj yeah i'm not a radio station i'm not a dj i don't have a contract i i've done i've done the same thing but like they, they've hit about six or seven of our episodes and uh the thing is is that we are part of a fair use we're part of the fair use law because we don't just play this song we don't we don't we don't just like let it run like we comment on it we 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 pause the video we critique the video we critique the song itself so that's all literally fair use that all falls under fair use yep i didn't i didn't know what it was called but i knew if you can because that's why so now you'll hear me comment during it yeah because we're just not playing it yeah, no, and it's and it doesn't matter to them. And I never play the whole like. So when we do Buttcast, they'll play a song at the end. I never play the whole song. Yeah, and it it doesn't matter to them, but like fuck everybody that works there. And, and I've emailed them so many times, like, and I've even tweeted like, "Hey, what? Why? Why are you attacking us? Like, we're a small podcast with less than a thousand listeners. We don't have money, bro. Yeah, like, like why? Why are you taking down our episodes? And we're not an LLC, so you can't. So. Um, well, certain parts of L, I'm not getting into that part, um, but, but I, they wouldn't get any money because no one, no one owns this. No. So they could come after the individual and I'd be like, well, I, what are you going to do? What, 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 what's the old, uh, Rocky five, you touch me and I'll sue. And I'm like, what are you going to get? Yeah. What are you going to, what do you, what can you take from me? You're going to take my, uh, you're going to take my couch. I'm trying to sell one, but like, like, you're t- yeah, you're gonna take the casting couch outside. <laughs> like, like it, it, it got it got to the point of ridiculousness, right? And uh, I, I've tweeted several times. I'm like, are you attacking us because we're not big enough to sue you? Like, is that it? Do you not understand what you've fair already use done? Is? So many dirty deals to the artists, where basically you've put them in debt, and then yeah, uh, yeah, I'm done with them. So, um. Now it's time to plug. Um, time to plug the podcast. Tell them where to find it. What's been going on? Uh, the Patreon. So it's time for your shameless plugs. Okay. Yeah. Well, and th- and that's kind of where I was leading with that story. Is uh, so. I'm on TikTok. You're on TikTok. I may I, I try to make little. 
I'm not on TikTok. Well, I've yeah. never even talked about TikTok. <laughs> so uh, uh, I tried to get a bunch of TikTokers on the show. I've succeeded once, and that was with Zach Galloway. Uh, cool, cool cat. Like, hilarious. Just one of the funniest dudes ever. And uh, so I, I, I got in contact with Greg Runge, a uh, wonderful creator. Like, really, dude, the dude just made a honey. And uh, he, he told me, well, hey, you do a podcast. I go, yeah, I do a podcast. He goes, do you stream? And I'm like, I can't stream right now. We play music. Uh, you know what I mean? We cover the, the top 100 billboard. You know, the number one on the billboard, whatever the number one song is, we play it. And I, and I told him, like, and he was like, okay, well, if you stream, I got software you can use that I pay for for the professional version. And I was like, I can't do that to your account. You know what I mean? In good conscience, if I'm sitting here playing uh, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo or whatever the hell her name is, and, you know, they come after your software license, I can't in good conscience do that. But then the whole UMG thing happened, and we had to literally stop playing music. And so I, I got back in contact with him, and I was like, hey, does that offer still stand? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay. So I started, con I, I put out several polls. Uh, surprisingly, the overwhelming answer was that, yes, they do want to see us stream our show. And so now Sunday's three o'clock Eastern standard time on twitch.tv forward slash VT network. We're going to be streaming the show. And, uh, it's all thanks to the sponsorship of Greg Runge and, uh, the idea that, uh, people want to see us and fuck UMG. Uh, but yeah, uh, and uh, you, the audio version is still going to come out, uh, anchor.fm forward slash VT network. Uh, so we're going to be putting that out every Monday. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be awkward because our first show when this comes out will have already happened yesterday. So uh, it's going to be awkward, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We do have a Patreon and that Patreon at the highest level. I don't know. Like, have you seen some of these Patreon people? They got like tiers of like twenty five, fifty, yeah. hundred dollars. I mean, when I first did the Patreon for Flyover, we did it in January, and then COVID killed it in like a March, and so I just kind of because I was going to do a uh, Patreon for Tina Doe show, and then Wee's Nuts, and then um, movie review, and then do some behind the scenes stuff, and then um, when I was setting it up, it was like I saw all the tiers you could have on there. Yeah. But some of these people, some of these shows have like $25, $75, $150, $500 tiers. And I'm just like, we are not worth that much money. I had a $500 one that no one would ever buy as far as I go to your house <laughs> and do the show. <laughs> That's amazing. So, like, thank I'm, God no one ever did that. That's can you imagine? Can imagine I, having to haul all this? Shit. Well, I well, we have um, uh, that one thing now, the Zoom right right yeah so with the xlr hookups because we have all the fun toys at flyover media yeah so uh i didn't know i forgot we had it because <laughs> i was uh, i think i might do a podcast over there tomorrow from the fourth of july at ap's house nice i was like ah, i, was like, I don't know if i want to bring all my shit and he's like well we can just use the, the zoom, zoom. And i was like it's like you realize how much shit i forget we have <laughs> and it's and i'm not being arrogant it's just like I need to inventory some of the stuff. So I'm like, okay, so I know I have five mics in here, but I know I have one of Dykes. And then we were going through uh, how many dynamic mics we had. Right. And I was like, well, I think we got one. It's like, well, we need three. And I was like, well, I'm not buying. I was like, well, we're not going to buy any today. And that TV still sitting over there. And I have another TV. So 
I have an iMac on the way this weekend. I really shouldn't say what's in my house because of fuck. Well, if, if they break in to steal anything, it's like, <laughs> come on in. I got teenagers and a dog. Yeah. And I have other things that most people don't think I have. And pent up aggression. <laughs> you ever seen those TikToks? What are you going to do if I break into your house? Dude, yeah, I'm gonna, if, I've, I'm gonna lick it and stick it, bro. I've 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 wanted to react because uh, that's what some of those do. They'd be like, "Oh, come on in." Have you seen Big Old Texan? <laughs> yeah, dude, the dude, the guy with the garage that fucking kills me but every what, time. It, okay, so we have the dudes that are hard asses on there, right? And then we have the the girls that are just forty and over. And then uh, I'm not knocking forty and over. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking women, but it's like. Um, there's this one I follow in that's in Canada. She actually does cars, right? Right. Uh, low riders and some other things. It's actually pretty cool. And then, um, uh, but some of the other ones are like, um, it's like pre only fans, even though it's not only, I have, yeah. Hey, if you do only fans, I have no, I have, I don't care what anybody does, but don't get mad if someone, someone makes a comment of like, you know, it's kind of like if some guy says, Hey, I want to lick lick the bottom of your feet and you're like i can't believe you'd say that like you're you're in a bikini dancing and twerking to cardi b and you're not gonna think he's gonna say something sexual to you uh like i, I now if you're sitting there if you're sitting there reading out of the gospel i get it like those two nah, it doesn't matter to these folks like i i get both sides of it you know like you you, you put you're you're gonna get responses to what you put out there but at the same time it's like Dude, don't be gross. You know what I mean? Cause don't like, dis- I disrespect. I don't care. Disrespecting women is bullshit. It is. And, and but then again, it's such a it's it's such a fine line of of making making a comment. But and, and but it's, it's like the guy that goes out and has sex with a bunch of random people, and then he gets burnt with an STD, and you're like, okay, like how do you not think this is going to happen? Or have right. a oh my god, I got three women. Yeah. But if if you're out there like. Um, if it's liberating to you and it makes you feel better and it makes you feel less self-conscious, not man, man or female, have at it, dude. Yeah, but it but it turned it went from old people have taken it over. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, they have, and celebrity. There's more celebrities than ever now. Oh, Ryan Reynolds just joined TikTok, and so did Anthony, Andy, Maca. Don't care about you no more. Macanakis or Andy Milanakis? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know he worked for Jimmy Kimmel show for two years. I did not. I don't really care about the guy. <laughs> so, but I mean, I feel bad for him because they were. So, anyways, but, uh, keep talking about your podcast. Yeah. So uh, the Patreon, yeah, like the highest level we have is five bucks, and at five bucks you get access to our movie roast, which we do a month, once a month. Uh, you get a, a bonus show, which we do after each show. We and it releases on Wednesday rather than Monday, and you get stickers. So you get stickers each month from us, and every three months we do a giveaway, and uh, you get something cool from one of the hosts. So, uh, yeah, come come sign up. It's patreon.com forward slash VT Network, and uh, we do currently have cha- we have challenges to like meet certain numbers. So like if uh, like right now I'm reading Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince because I've only seen the movies, and that upsets my brother. <laughs> So he said, "If we got a certain number of pages, I said, if we got I've never number- watched Lord of the Rings, so or read the books because they were shoved down my throat. Oh, you haven't watched this masterpiece by Peter Jackson? No, I haven't. 
It's no. not gonna. <laughs> no. Like, don't tell me what I need to watch. <laughs> well, like, like for the books, right? Because my favorite character is uh, Snape, of course. Uh, goth emo bitch, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah, we have challenges right now. If, if there's a certain amount of, of people that sign up for the Patreon at the $5 level, then I have to do certain things as the host. And that's kind of backfired because the last time we did this, uh, the entire thing, well, the entire challenge was uh, get 12 people to sign up for Patreon. 12 people signed up for Patreon. And uh, I had to watch both the Justin Bieber movies uh, that he put out uh, straight four hours of Bieber and that was oh god that was mind where's the problem that was mind oh you man. can make anything a good time yeah I tried okay so I even got some edibles to try to not go through it sober the fucking edibles were bunk they didn't work they were bunk edibles and I'm sitting here through four hours of Justin Bieber just being a dickhead uh, so if you want to torture me <laughs> for whatever reason, go sign up for the Patreon. We have horrible things happen to me all the time. Um, so patreon.com forward slash VT network, twitch.tv forward slash VT network. Uh, come check us out on social medias. All the social medias are VT network two, the number two. And, uh, yeah, come, come harass me. Let me know that BJ sent you. Uh, we respond to everything because there is three of us we're all signed in at the same time and uh if you want uh if you want any like and the thing is is that we don't talk about politics we don't talk about uh the world at large we talk about entertainment we talk about movies music video games and our experience in those industries so you're never going to hear about whoever government official is doing whatever bullshit <laughs> so we uh we might have a special guest here, so if everybody will just hang on one second. I am oh, going to I get this. Guests. I'm going to get this special guest going. Hang on one second. Oh no! And our special guest has joined us on the line, Mr. AP. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What is up? Can you tell us, uh, Kid Rock of Greenwood. <laughs> okay, so here's um, I've been having this little debate here for about the last 10 minutes. Okay. And it's, it, I, I really, I really, okay. I really don't know how to get into it, but so I'm just going to ask this question. Okay. Fire away. So a hundred, a hundred percent, like think about it thoroughly. Right. Right. So have you ever been friends with a girl? Like, you know, uh, you, you know, she says, oh, you guys are just really good friends, right? Right. Have you ever been friends with a girl that you didn't even remotely, remotely, hold on, a kid just walked into the room. Oh, that's always, that's always fun. That you even remotely didn't want to bang, see naked. Or do something sexual with, yes. like even remotely. Yes, have you ever, yes. ever been friends? But see, now, but see, you have to ask the question a different way. Have you? Well, have, I'm not. I know I'm not asking it right. Have you ever been friends with an attractive female at work or outside of work 
There you go. Because like, there's a lot of people I work with and, and a lot of women. I, and I mean, even myself, I don't consider myself George Clooney, but so if eventually you have the walrus theory, which is from how I met your mother, right? where you work right. with him long enough, you're like, you know what? <laughs> you know, mermaid. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, no, absolutely. So, so, I mean, here's, here's, here's the re okay. So here's, here's the reason, right? No, yeah. So you, no, if they, if they were attractive, if they were attractive and, and you got, and you got along with them because there's attractive people I cannot stand. And I don't even think about wanting to see them naked, but if they are attractive and you guys get along very well and they say, Oh, that's my work wife or that's my work husband. Right. Right. They want somebody wants to see somebody naked. See, it's uh, it's literally okay. So how this started, right? So well, well, hold, you guys know hold, my wife. Hold on, like I, I can I can honestly say some of my friends are fucking gorgeous. Like they they are gorgeous. They're they're beautiful. I get along with them really really well. I've I have more than more than at least five female friends that I don't want to see naked. I've never thought about in a sexual capacity in any fucking way. Like I, I can honestly say one hundred percent yes. I've I have more than a couple of friends that are beautiful that I'm just like no. There's there's a reason I don't have a fucking OnlyFans, and that's because several of my beautiful friends are on OnlyFans, and I'm like, dude, I do not want to see you naked. No, I want to say like like a true red blooded American because this one must be a Hispanic thing he does over here. <laughs> because if you've seen one pair of boobs, you want, want to see, see them, them all. all. You want to see them all. It's so he so here so you know like I said she's doing this whole bodybuilding thing right yeah well she met a guy at the gym that is a um, I can't remember what he does he's like a trainer or something they he's all married. Are. married He's married, you know, she's obviously married and, Does you she know, know, she likes, she'll talk about this dude, you know, she's like, oh, well, you know, we were talking about this, we were talking about that. And somehow I, and I, and I've always said, I go, well, you realize he wants to see you naked, right? I was like, that's why he's talking to you. Like, you, you know, a guy doesn't just start become friends with a random chick at a gym and not want to see him naked. And she's like. Well, I've had, you know, I had a lot of friends growing up that were guys and she was like, you know, some of them, yeah, we did do stuff. She goes, but some of them, one of my real good friends, we never did. And I go, but I bet you he wanted to because said, you I've know, never, I've never been friends <laughs> with a girl that I didn't want to at least see naked. You know why? Because there was no awkward pause. There was no awkward moment. What do you mean? When a lot of things go, when things happen that you can't explain, there's always that awkward moment right before it happens. Oh. You know the you know the you know the first or 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 like if you look at somebody, they look at you. There's kind of like that awkward silence. Like, uh, are you gonna kiss me or what are we gonna do? So if you never uh, if you never get to that awkward moment, that's why a lot of things don't happen. And second of all, you're oh, at yeah. you're at a gym, a lot of testosterone, right? A lot right. of hormones. A lot of hormones. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not like they're at. Uh, it, it's not like they're at the orchard picking apples, and you're like, "Hey, good to see you." Are you gonna oh, make no. applesauce? They're not a. They're not but, at a cider tasting contest. Or something. But like my 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 thought my thought process on it is is that you know there's in the back of his mind, in the back of any man's mind, 
there's there's that thought of like you know there might come an instance where the stars align and you know something may happen like right, so, you can't tell me that's not always in the back of a typical dude's mind all right so all right let's, i am i am fucking atypical then let's like no yeah. oh you are absolutely 100 fucking 10 percent fucking atypical so don't give me that dumb shit okay all right well, so let's go to be let's go to bj's playbook here right all right so if i was him this is what i would do you know i'd start saying is like i was like hey you know um what does your husband think about you uh you you working out and doing this competition oh he's supportive very supportive and he's going to keep trying to find that angle of what you're not supportive of and then and then be like you know if i was him i'd be i would be here with you i'd i'd find a way you know to work out with you and then you know towel you off towel the machines off you know what i'm saying you know, then he's you, he's gonna try to offer her something you don't. That's right. That that's the angle is you find that angle. So, well, and she just she just gave me the not so um, confident wow. It was the oh, wow, like some of that shit's happening. No. <laughs> you are so full of shit. But, here, but, but here's the but here's the thing though is women 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 are very naive. Right in a good way, like they're good people. Absolutely, that's how we do some of the shit we do. It's because, like, I was, I was um, around Steph. uh, It was at one of her work, and I was waiting on her, so I was about ten, fifteen feet away. And then a guy was hitting on her nonstop, and all Steph did was like laugh to say thank you. And then I was, and then he walked away. I was like, oh, oh, he dug you. She's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, he wait, he go, he actually signed up for an extra care card. Are you serious? Do you think a guy's going to sit there and wait 15 minutes to do it? No, he waited so he could spend more time with you and talk to you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But we are so right. Like, hey, this is what I'm telling you. No, this is literally... No, I am so much denial. I don't I don't even talk to women. It's a complete waste of time to talk to women because I have don't want nothing from some, uh, uh, you know, 99% of the people like, yeah, I don't I'm not gonna waste my time. Right. Because because I still work in sales where pretty people think I'm going to do extra things for them because they're pretty. I'm like, I ain't doing shit for you. It is still an activation fee for you, bitch. <laughs> right? See, I don't, I don't so care how pretty say, you are. Say that yeah. again. I think I was talking about you said, what did you say about why you don't talk to women? Why? Why? Because I don't want anything from them. <laughs> I mean, I, I treat, I treat male, my male employees, female employees all the same. And there's a lot of men that can't do that. They're like, okay, you yeah. keep fucking up. You bat your eyes at me. Yeah. We fired someone for doing that. So, I mean, it's the same thing. So I just across the board, I don't care if you're pretty ugly and you look like dead man, you're all getting the same treatment. I love how I get my own category. I'm good with that. Yeah. Just because if I, <laughs> because you, because you would question everything I tell you to do <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But, uh, I mean like, okay. So like, I, like, I, like, like, I, it's, is it's it because just, I mean, is it because you don't want to see him naked because you, 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 you don't. Don't think you have a chance? No, it's just I don't. I like okay. So like this is like a whole. Oh, now you just open up a can of worms because over here he doesn't want to see 
pretty people naked that might be his friends what if they were in a movie would you watch the movie well of course i'd watch the movie well but, then uh, how's only fans different than a movie it's a production uh I mean, the, the idea is you know like a movie's going to be mass consumed just the same way as, as only fans is uh, but i just uh yeah, like keep going if if my friends Look, if my I'm friends paid. in a the movie there's way more and there's way more involved than somebody in a bedroom with a ring light and a cell phone uh so but no, like, like I, I, I genuinely do have wonderful, beautiful friends. Um, if they were to send me a nude, I'd be like, "Don't do that." No, stop. That right. happened. So, that, that, so happened here, that happened. to me, and I wasn't happy about it either. Yeah. Here's the deal: we we have just made a discovery on tonight's show that dead man's gay. Maybe, dude. I am. I, <laughs> if you are pretty, I'm probably gonna want to <laughs> fuck you. Like I, I have come to terms with the that, other. Right? The other reason is I don't. The other reason I don't want anything to happen with anybody because that means somebody new has to see me with my shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Somebody new has to see me with no clothes on. You know how terrifying that is. Yeah. When I go to the doctor, I have an anxiety attack during a physical because there's someone else in a room. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. You're afraid. Yeah. You're afraid you're going to drop your pants and they're going to make a comment. Yeah, like, mm. I mean, because I mean, certain people have seen every nook and cranny. You don't care at this point, but no. new, a new person, because if they move their eyes to make one little weird thing with their eyes, then you know they saw something they didn't like. I mean, <laughs> like I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm like a Todd from Scrubs. I appreciate hotness no matter where it comes from. And, uh, but Todd was also Kumsi Kumsai. Uh, Todd was on. Uh, Todd was. Uh, what, what, what is it? Pansexual? Like as I long as so. as long as he's physically attracted to. And, yeah. and I, I I don't know what I don't know. If there is a label for what I am. Like it, like I've come to terms with it. Like what the fuck? Like it, I don't know now if you're giving shots or taking shots. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm always going to be giving. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, but, uh, you know, it's just, when you listen to the rest of this episode, it, it is just God awful because we've <laughs> talked about death for 30 minutes. Now we're talking about sexuality and now we're talking about whether or not he's a hermaphrodite. Uh, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> That's it's intersexual. That's a new phrase. Yeah. I, I heard about that. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't keep up at this point. I like, I, I, fin, I support you no matter what the fuck we're going to eventually offend people just by saying hello. Hello. No, no, that's not the right way to do it. But no, we figured out a lot tonight is like men are capable of building skyscrapers of lies. Yes. And then once they build a skyscraper, they're in there one day and get what they want. And they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go build a new building. Yeah. Or they try or they don't have the capacity to maintain the fucking building and it falls apart and people get hurt. Now, sometimes you got to watch out for inside jobs, you know? But, uh, like, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, cause, cause I mean, like if we're going to talk from like a typical, like male point of view, absolutely. Absolutely. Every, every guy, uh, that is typical has thought about their female friends naked. And if there's always an angle that can be worked, uh, you know, like, like, yeah. And a typical guy, I'm, I'm atypical because I don't care. You know what I mean? It all depends if he's trying to 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 uh, spot on the squat rack. Um, well, <laughs> the, the moment only twice, the, only and if she's bench pressing, and then he puts his nuts in her face. I mean, like the I, I, and, and the real the real thing is is that you got to draw the line at where where does this become inappropriate? When he starts sharing playlists, I I think. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I think once you intersect your life with your with what they're doing at the gym, that's 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 when you like. When, okay, what when the he comes fuck? in, it's like I'm having a bad day. My wife's really mad at me. I don't understand why. And she's like, "Oh, but I don't know why. You're such a great guy. I wish you looked at me the way you looked at me." Yeah, and yeah, as soon as you start to intersect life, your life or their life with whatever's happening at the gym, if like if it's not just strictly talking about the fucking gym, then that's when that's when you or if you, you get know hit up on angle. Messenger and be like, yeah. hey, I got this new workout equipment at home. Check it out. Here's the website. That's real innocent. And or they, it opens up the door. Yeah. yeah. Or they find you on social media. You're like, yeah, then, then it's, then that's when, that's when you draw well, the line. Well, this is different. She's doing a competition. But like, Hey, do you have some competition photos to see how well it went? Maybe I can, you know what I'm saying? See, like there's, I could work this angle all day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, guys, again, we, you and I know this type of shit. So that's why I'm just a sociopath. Hey, that's why you I'm and I know this type here, of shit. You have literally blown her fucking mind because all of that has happened. <laughs> Yeah, and there's, there's all and, of it. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> if she doesn't, if she doesn't have like a public bodybuilding page, like you guys have, like a smug, yeah. smug cat. If she doesn't have a, a personal, if she only has yeah. personal social media, it's time to draw the or fucking give, line. Or start giving hints on supplements. Hey, this is where I go. Hey, here's a promo code. This is who I use. Go see Bob. Tell him I sent you. See, and even then, that's that's see to me that's reasonable. I don't even do this shit for AP, and I love him. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I make you pay full price for everything. <laughs> so yeah, the the second the second you start to interject life with what's happening, yeah. like that's when you pull the fucking plug. That's when you pull the ripcord and go, look, bro, we work out together. You're gonna help me build muscle. End the fucking story. I don't want to know about your home life. I don't know want to know about your who you're fucking dating. I don't know want to know about where you work off off hours or where you go drink. Don't want to know any of that shit because none of that shit's gonna fucking happen. The second the second she closes off every fucking avenue that this guy can get in contact with her, even then It'll go, he's not gonna get the goddamn hint. No, no, he will, and then all of a sudden she's gonna notice that like he's like, Hey, how are you? And then just a walk by. And I guarantee you that's by. gonna happen. It's gonna get a cold she's gonna get a cold shoulder. Or he's gonna then 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 after that he'll still try to come back and be like Hey, good. You know, I really hope you do well the competition, and that's all he says and walks by. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. become a cold ass relationship yeah. the second she cuts off any communication. And then she gonna that. feel bad when he's like, "I was just trying to help you. This I wasn't trying to do anything." And then now you paint me as this type of person. Well, and that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You're gonna get hurt by so that. So you, you reverse it the other way to make make her feel like she's the one that yeah, yeah. thought more than what is like yeah because you you got some manipulation. Yeah, tactic. you could be like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like I was just trying to help you because I. It's kind of like, you know, if, if, if we were helping a female do a podcast, like, what are you talking about? Like, I just love podcasting. I was trying to get you to love it and help you. I didn't want anything from that's, you. That's the back door in. Yeah, that yeah. is. So, like, yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, and BJ and I are sociopaths, so we know that these fucking angles can be worked. And if it is strictly a professional whoa, fucking whoa, whoa, relationship. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know they can work. I just haven't tested these theories. I've taught other people how to do it. Let's, let's, let's slow down here. So, like I was saying, all right, hey, <laughs> I gotta go put the kids to bed so I can wake up and drink in the morning. All right, I love you. All right, all right, love you. See you. Right. See you. <laughs> I think he was gonna say, see you, dead man, but <laughs> interrupt my show. <laughs> Just kidding. No, and that's the other thing is, and that's and that's and then and then I know we were joking, but let's we'll end the show here in a second. But 
but that then that's when it can get serious and all of a sudden something it could turn into a very bad situation yeah where, because but you reject somebody and then next thing you know it, it could turn into something that like pretty pretty become serious. dangerous yeah yeah and then and, and that's what i was saying like if she cuts off all those fucking avenues and he accepts that and goes okay cool I didn't mean to intercede in life. Let's just keep it working out and we'll hang out at the gym. We'll talk at the gym. We'll talk gym. Then that's fine. He never had those intentions. That doesn't mean you open those fucking doors up, but he never had those intentions and he will be willing to continue a professional relationship like that. If he gets hurt, like you said, and starts, you know, withdrawing, Oh, guess what? Dickhead, you got busted. And yeah, like I, I like my my girlfriend is naive in that sense. I'm like, you realize that this dude that you're talking to, he's inter he's interjecting his life into your work environment. Like that's not that's not a good fucking thing. Like he's 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 after something. And she calls me paranoid for it. I'm like, no, I'm a dude. I know this shit. Yeah, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not paranoid from a insecure standpoint. I, I just be like, you know, just be careful. That's all I said. Just be careful. Yeah, and you know, so uh, yeah, and uh, it, it and it becomes di- and it does become difficult because like those manipul those manipulation tactics do fucking work on people, and it's 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 horrible, but it is true. Yep. All right, kids, that was your special treatment. AP calling in three episodes in a row. We've had AP on three the show. episodes. I'm impressed. Um, so thanks for joining us. Uh, give out your social media one more time before we get out of here. So that is VT Network 2 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Patreon.com forward slash VT Network. If you want me to do horrible things, sign up at the $5 tier. You get stickers and you get access to a whole bunch of bonus stuff that we talk about. And, uh, twitch.tv forward slash VT Network. Go ahead, follow us. We're not expecting any kind of money from that. We just we just want to stream. Uh, tell us BJ sent you, and uh, we'll definitely give you a shout-out. Uh, thanks for joining us. The email is brian.j.robbins at iCloud.com. It's BJ underscore Robbins on Instagram at the BJ on Twitter and BJ Robbins on Facebook. Flyover Media is our other social media. This podcast is still out there, so... Uh, Miguel, Miguel, thanks for coming down and joining us. Uh, Thank you. Either people, it's been a while. Either people are gonna love the show, or they're gonna be like, "These guys are fucking." <laughs> these guys are sociopaths. These guys need to talk to some, like, <laughs> get some lithium in their body or something. Uh, once again, thanks for all the new listeners. I, I noticed that our, our new listeners have went up a little bit, so I appreciate that. Um, if you do want to comment or anything like that, just hit me up on social media, or if you got my number, text me. I've been loving the feedback and people send me messages, stuff like that. So I'll be doing, uh, I mean, just put it, I put out a show Friday and putting one out Monday. I'm going to keep putting them out, putting them out until I head to Wisconsin in about a week or so. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, I hope everybody had a great holiday. Hoping everybody's having a great after day holiday. Happy hangover. Uh, except for the ones of us who have to be at work like myself. So we will talk to you when we see you.